What is up, friends? Coach Meg here with the Balance by Science podcast, where I teach you how to build a healthy and balanced lifestyle while still enjoying the process along the way. I am so excited to connect with you and to help you find Balance by Science. So without further ado, here is the Balance by Science podcast. What's up and welcome back to the Balance by Science podcast. So excited to have you here. Today we are talking about reverse dieting, what it is, when you need one, and how to do it. So first of all, what is a reverse diet actually? A reverse diet is a slow increase of calories over time. Typically it's about 100 to 200 calories per day. Um, per week, if that makes sense. So you're increasing, say you were eating 1,700, you're increasing by 100, so you're eating 1,800 calories every day that week and then increasing to 1,900 the next week. I don't always like the week by week idea. More often I prefer every two weeks, sometimes three, just depending on the client and how their body's responding. Um, but one week is the kind of just typical range. So reverse dieting often comes with the theory that your metabolism will increase with a slow and steady increase of calories, but that is not always the case. While you have some muscle gain and some metabolism increase, it's not going to be as dramatic as you might think. It will add up over time, however. So for example, you might not see a whole lot until you are nearing your maintenance calories, number one. You're not going to see a whole lot of muscle gain there. But it's also just more likely that your body has also shut down certain unnecessary energy zapping functions, such as, you know, tapping your toe, jiggling your knee, etc., etc. But your metabolism has also adjusted to the lower amount of calories you're on, and that kind of messes with your hormones, which we'll get into later. So there are a lot of things at play here. However, um, the metabolism increase that you're thinking about is going to be more so muscle gain over time and most likely includes both a cut, a build, and a reverse diet cycle. Um, all in one, they need to be done, you know, they're kind of like pieces to a puzzle. And this is something that happens over time. It's not just, you know, eight weeks to a better metabolism, although you can make, you know, a significant difference in that time. It's not necessarily going to change your maintenance calories that much in that amount of time. So often a reverse diet is used in bodybuilding. When a bodybuilder hits the stage, they have been cutting quite a bit of any just excess body fat, right? In order to be as lean as possible. So their calories are likely pretty low. Now, side note here, when we look at bodybuilders on stage and we're like, wow, I want to look like that. I want to look like that 24 seven. Literally nobody looks like that 24 seven, unless maybe they're on steroids, right? Um, like I said, they have been cutting their calories for quite a bit of time. They're probably doing quite a bit of cardio. There's actually a really, really intense science behind this. Um, so they're not just, you know, hopping on stage looking like that 24 seven. They probably look a lot more like, um, just a normal fit person most of the time. So when do you need a reverse diet, right? There, Reverse dieting is used to get the body back up to maintenance calories. 
like I said, at a slow and steady pace with the idea that the slow increase will minimize fat gain. So you might not be a stage ready bodybuilder, but if you consistently forget to eat and find out that you're actually frequently under eating, or if you've been constantly trying to diet and lose fat for the past three, six, 12 months, couple years, whatever the case may be, it may make you a good candidate for a reverse diet. When you enter a weight loss challenge, lose some weight and end up gaining it all back, this could often, this like regain could often be prevented via reverse diet if done properly. So remember you're doing something a little more intense that isn't sustainable in the long run, like a challenge or even just a normal fat loss phase. We aren't meant to be dieting 24 seven. So you have to have an exit plan for that. If your program does not have an exit plan for that, you are not choosing a sustainable program, right? Now, another common scenario I see is not eating breakfast or having coffee for breakfast, eating a small lunch or a salad for lunch. Um, often people will describe this as a clean lunch and then they'll just lose control in the evenings with a box of Oreos or on the weekends or out with friends. So in that case, you may actually just need to stick around or just under your maintenance calories. It may not actually be a reverse diet situation because you are eating more calories than you think. You think you eat clean most of the time, um, but those Oreos really stack up. That salad dressing really stacks up. It really, really depends on where you're at. And so this is why I often have clients track for, you know, seven to 14 days or longer before we determine, you know, what kind of goals we're going to set um, because it really has an impact um, whether you, you know, are at 1900 calories just unknowingly or if you're at 1400 when you track, then if I put you at 1500, you're still going to be starving and it's probably not going to be a sustainable um, plan because you just went from your unknowing 1900 calories to your 1500, right? So often this situation just requires sticking around or under, like I said, the maintenance calories, um, but it really depends on you being honest with your tracking and what your snack habits look like. Now, if you've been in a fat loss phase for a while and you've plateaued, I want you to remember that dieting is stressful on your body. When you decrease your calories, you have hormones that adapt to that. One of these hormones is the hunger hormone. You might have heard of it, ghrelin, um, which also stimulates the release of stress response hormones such as vasopressin and cortisol. So we're affecting blood pressure. We're affecting how our body responds to stress. Cortisol has a, a large impact on insulin. So we could affect insulin levels and therefore blood sugar levels. And so we want to really be careful before we suppress that for too long, right? Right. Like I said, dieting is stressful on your body. This is also why I hate weight loss supplements because we're, most of them function by suppressing ghrelin, which means that you're less hungry and you're typically eating less. And so we end up with bigger issues down the road. You have to remember too that if you're not frequently or regularly or consistently for long term not eating enough to fuel your body, your thyroid hormones are going to suffer. And we all know that thyroid affects fat loss and fat gain. And so that's definitely something that we want to keep in check and keep healthy. 
You may also notice a huge dip in your performance in the gym or in your energy. This is pretty typical with a fat loss phase, right? If you're plateauing um, or even just if you've been in a fat loss phase for a while, because dieting is stressful on your body, because you are eating less calories than you're burning, right? And this may also be a good idea if adhering to a fat loss phase is just no longer possible. This is something that's really, really hard for people to admit, but I'm telling you the best way to win at getting your body to respond the way you want it to is by taking a look at outside factors. So are you in a busy season at work? You know, I just, um, I have an accountant as a client and we took a break and brought her back up to maintenance for tax season because she knew she was going to be busy. She was going to be stressed. And this was the first tax season that she did not gain weight. And she actually felt really, really good coming out of tax season because we were prepared for that. And so you have to look at outside factors. We're now, you know, putting her back into a cut. She's doing great. She's doing well with that. And so that's always something to consider. You know, can I, can I continue to sustain this or can I begin this right now? Am I in a good place to begin this right now? And I also want you to remember that a maintenance phase is a good thing. It is nourishing for your body. And it is, if it's done right, we can still see some fat loss in this time period. Just because you are in a fat loss phase or you aren't in a fat loss phase or a cut does not mean that you're just immediately going to go in the opposite direction, right? We can see a whole lot of body composition change in that, in that maintenance phase. So the biggest thing is just to not immediately throw yourself into a reverse diet because it may not be necessary, right? We need to take a look and double check that you're actually under eating or eating under where your maintenance calories should be. So with my clients, like I said, I'll have them track for a while before we determine the route to follow just because we really have to look at your adherence, right? You might accidentally be eating more than you think, whether that's from not measuring dips or sauces or having a bite of your kid's food here and there or tracking throughout the week and then the weekends are just like balls to the wall. Or if you just have meal prep left over at the end of the week, this applies to you, bestie. Like if you have meal prep left over, something is going wrong. We are off kilter somewhere. So how do you reverse diet? So I'm going to have you start with the baseline calories that you're actually hitting currently. So sometimes that's a range, in which case I would just go to the middle as long as it's not like a 1,000 calorie range, right? And then if it is a 1,000 calorie range, I would just just suggest going like 100 calories under your recommended maintenance and starting there because chances are your maintenance is in that span. If you don't know where your maintenance calories are, you can go to my Instagram and download my free fat loss guide. Even if you're not attempting fat loss, that's going to be helpful for you. It also has some just step-by-step -step instructions for reverse dieting. So super handy. Like I said, it's free. Go download it. So if we're starting at these current baseline calories, right? And we're going to increase by 100, some say every week, but I prefer to take things more slowly and go to every two weeks or so. You really want to make sure that your strength or hypertrophy training at this time so that there, if there are extra calories, they go toward building some muscle. So like I mentioned earlier, you can increase your metabolism by building muscle. It's just a much slower process than one might think. Now, frequently asked question, 
won't I gain fat? You could. You really, really could. But you can minimize that by focusing on your digestion, right? If you're not pooping one, two times a day at least, then we need to just take a step back and take a look at your fiber. We need to take a look at how you're feeling, at bloating, at that kind of thing. Number two, take regular progress pictures. There's no reason not to, right? That way we can notice the changes. And don't just look at them yourself. Have a coach look at them. Have your friends look at them. Have your spouse look at them, right? Whatever the case is. Um, because we are often... We often just don't see the changes in our own bodies, especially because we look at them every single day. You're also going to want to increase your carbs slowly, and we're not going to want to go like crazy high with those, right? We're going to stop those at some point just in the case that we present with insulin resistance down the road, right? High carb diets lead to insulin resistance, um, and then we end up with, you know, type 2 diabetes and that kind of thing. So we definitely want to be careful with that protein to carb ratio. Typically, I recommend 0.8 to 1.5 grams of protein per pound of body weight. Um, it really depends on the person. I've seen people go as low as 0.5 grams per pound of body weight. Typically, I hover around 0.8 to 1, um, but again, it depends on the client. It depends on their abilities. I'm not going to, you know, take people 0 to 100 and, you know, take someone who's not tracking at all right now to 1.5 grams per pound of body weight or someone that already struggles to reach 100 grams to 1.5, right? Um, or to, you know, 150. And so that's definitely something that you have to consider. However, the, you can set goals and work towards those, right? And so you really want to maximize your protein intake, um, your lifting during this time, make sure your strength gaining, your hypertrophy training, or you're gaining strength and hypertrophy or and or hypertrophy training. I would alternate those two personally. Um, really, all of your training should be done in a cycle. You should never just be in one phase all the time. And if you don't know what phasing means, come talk to me. Or periodization is the technical term for this, I believe. So come talk to me about that. If your workouts, if you're like looking at your workouts and I have, you're like, I have no idea if this is strength or hypertrophy, then we need to get more specific with your training. And that probably has a huge impact on your progress. So we're going to make sure that you're not, you know, doing loads of cardio. Um, however, we do want to make sure that you have adequate amount of steps, seven to 10 seven to 10 K steps. If you are doing, you know, more and more cardio in your cut, then we're going to slowly ease out of that. We're not just going to stop it all at once. So like what do, if you reach the criteria for all of this and you're kind of just like, okay, but what do I do now? If you still have more fat that you want to lose, I would recommend just chilling in maintenance, like reverse diet up to your maintenance calories and then chill there for 30 to 90 days, maybe more. It really depends on a couple things. If you were dieting for a long time previously, I would take some time to let your body recover from that. So I would go for, you know, the longer end of that. If you only have five or 10 more pounds to lose, then we're looking at more of a body recomposition situation where we really probably need to build some muscle. So I would hover around your maintenance calories, maybe just below. Um, maybe you could decrease your calories by like 200 on your rest days. Um, but really, I would just start focusing on your maintenance calories. And again, if you don't know how to find those, shoot me a message or hop on Instagram and download my free fat loss guide. 
Now remember though that if there's no muscle tone to reveal, you're probably going to be a little flabbier than you anticipated and if that's what you want and you're comfortable with that, that's perfectly okay. It just may not be the healthiest or happiest position for most people to be in, right? If you're thinking of your ideal body, um, that is probably not what's going to get you there. And so we want to build that muscle to give our bodies a little bit of shape um, and you're going to feel a lot better that way anyways but end of story remember that reverse dieting is really not all it's cracked up to be not everyone needs one right now and it's not always the solution however if you meet the criteria mentioned previously it would probably be a good route to take i would do it in a slow and smart way right like i said prioritize protein prioritize digestion make sure that you're having regular bowel movements make sure that you're not frequently bloated that kind of thing and again you can always shoot me a dm if you have any questions but if reverse dieting is something that you're planning to proceed with then i wish you the absolute best with that and i hope you enjoy the extra food friend thanks for joining me on the balance by science podcast be sure to click the little plus sign in the upper right corner to be notified when new episodes come out or if you're on spotify click the follow button and bell in the upper left because i love creating personal connections you can also find me on instagram by my username in the show notes below remember friends make today the beginning of the tomorrow you're wishing for 